Welcome to Wolf Den's Saturday set where we are fired up for one of the best days of racing of the year. It's all on in Sydney. It's all on in Melbourne. Kingzone, how's the week been? Fantastic. You know what I enjoyed the most during the week? What did you enjoy the most? It was last night, sitting down with a nice glass of red wine and watching the Sam Kavanagh podcast. Yeah. It was just so raw. It's, it's the one I've enjoyed the most. I wow. really – and you did a great job as well. But thank you very much to Sam and it's just so good to see some media where someone sits down and speaks so openly yeah. and honestly and what a story he's got to tell as yeah, well. So if you haven't seen it, tune in. Yeah, no, it was, it was great and um, yeah, he deserves a lot of help and support. He's trying to find monsters to win races. so yeah, He's a lifer. Yeah, that's right. Go and watch the podcast, and if you want to give him some help, that'd mm. be great. We've actually wish him all the best as well. We do. We've actually we're going to give away a share in a horse, um, a different situation, but we'll talk about that towards the end of the show. Fizzer, how are you, mate? Welcome. Morning, boys. How are you? Morning. Yeah, you fired up. You reckon? Um, I'm good. Looking pretty hard this weekend, correct? Yeah, yeah. Everything looks really points to tough for me this weekend. So I'll be betting down, and um, no doubt I'll still be betting. Very no good. Lots doubt. of races. No doubt. So Blue Diamond Stakes Day Kings at Caulfield. Mm. Caulfield's been a happy hunting ground for you over the years. Why do you like Caulfield? I love so much? Caulfield. Caulfield and Rose Hill are probably my two favourite tracks in Australia. Mm. Um, Caulfield, I find that is the distance is the thousand and eleven hundred, where there's just one run to the first turn can become quite leaderish, and also the fourteen hundred. If you have a look at the track map, you'll see the fourteen hundred. There's a really short run. There's two turns. There's a really short run to the first turn, and there's obviously then the home turn, but. If you're on horses, particularly drawn inside at that 1,400, that are going to sit on pace and get all the favours, uh, it's really, really advantageous. I love betting at Caulfield. I love betting against horses that are going to get back on the fence as well. So a lot with Caulfield about my betting is about the track map. Very good. I'm going to stick with you. We've got a lot of feature races today, so I'm going to get you to cover Caulfield. I'm going to get the Fizzer to cover Rose Hill. Fantastic. Um, talk to me firstly about the futurity. 1,400 metres, Group 1, wait for age, Dominated by the big horse, Mr. Brightside. Oh, Mr. Mr. B. Yeah, I was on Mr. B last time. Got me half out of a little bit of trouble, but he dwelt slightly at the start and still managed to win. Uh, he's a dollar fifty, so he, he looks the winner to me. Whether or not we take that, I'm not sure. He's probably a dollar fifty chance, so mm -hmm. he may or may ease out in the betting. There's a few horses drawn inside him, so I thought he might might get pushed back to fourth or fifth, which is possibly a little bit of a negative. Um, the interesting horse for me was the bottom one, Hey Fat Cat, which is the three-year-old going to a new level. I think he'll sit on pace and could sneak a place. So if I'm going to bet in that race, it'll be Mr. Brightside for a win and Hey Fat Cat for a place. So let's move to the Blue Diamond Stakes. Four two-year-olds, obviously 1,200 metres. Yes. Group one. Great field. Great field. I'm really looking forward to this race. So the three in the market, um, Bodyguard, uh, Lady of Camelot and also Coleman, all those three horses for mine had – the perfect scenario, that perfect runs last start. Yes, they have got slightly the higher time ratings, but they had everything go their way. They're in small fields um, with not a huge amount of pressure. I think the Blue Diamond will be a completely different race. And just from a pure odds value, I don't think any of them are great value. If you're going to bet early I would, be, and you liked high octane, I'd be taking the $7.50. Never got out last start. Uh, also, Anise is a really interesting runner. If you liked it, I'd be taking the $12. So Anise went back last night. I, I declared it on the Saturday set as my best mm. bet of the day, I think. And I thought on a mad leader's track that Anise would go forward and was jagged back uh, to last in a field of five or six and ran home for second. So 1,000 metres, 1,000 metres, up to 1,200, I think, will suit a lot more. I think $12. I think, I think people will find those two horses and I think they'll firm. The value in the race for me... Uh, was numbers two spy wire, which is about forty one dollars at the moment, coming off a third at the uh, 
up at the Magic Millions off a really high tempo race behind the Golden Slipper favourite. Uh, then we go down to also I thought was pretty good odds coming out of the same race, number 11, Hayasugi, mm-hmm. who sat wide, one just got up and one last start after a sitting wide. Really, really tough win. I also thought number 14, Kairanagi, which just got beat in that race, gets a really nice run from barrier two or three and will sit on pace. So I thought those horses were the value in the race. I don't think there's that much between all these two-year-olds. Coleman, yeah, looked impressive, has the highest time rating figure. But as I said, this is a different pressure race. All right, let's move to the Oakley Plate, 1,100 metres, Group 1, Handicap. What did you make of it? I love the Oakley Plate Ooh. every year because there's always a big, big field and there's always a lot of value. But uh, this year, so let's just go through the couple of favourites. So Asfura, she was disappointing last start, I thought, um, beaten by Kalos, which I'm going to back on the weekend. Asfura, she runs her best races when there's not a lot of early pace on and there's going to be a heap of speed on in, in the Oakley Plate. She's drawn out in 11. I just wonder where she's going to get to. Uh, King's Gambit. Trialed enormously. There's a big, big tip out for Kim's, King's Gambit, which is always a worry too. But Barrier 1, 1100, Caulfield, going to be ridden off pace again because that's how they're riding the horse now. He's a massive negative for me, just track map-wise. King's Gambit's got a heap of ability and it's got 50 kilos, so I can see why people like it. But for me, he's just going to need too much luck. Uh, I've got four bets in the race, all at double-figure odds. Number one, Kalos, which we spoke about. Number five, Chain of Lightning, which is two from four first up. Uh, and three from six at the track. Number 10, Hypothetical, uh, which ran fourth to Kalos last start, but will strip a lot fitter. I think $15 is a decent price. And number 13, Q-Man, uh, $18 at the moment, and come over from South Australia, one last start at Caulfield, same course, same distance, has to go to a new level, but I think he's good value and a really, really classy horse. Okay, sounds good. Fizzer, anything exciting you in the Oakley Plate? Uh, mate, nothing exciting me because I found King's Gambit and like King said, it's going to get caught way back on the fence and that to me is a recipe for disaster around the $5. So mm. I think I'll stay out and I'm just going to cheer Skew If with the rest of the boys in here because we listened to your podcast and everyone went with um, Ben Gleeson's tip. 50 yeah. to 1, eh? 50 to 1. Yeah, be great to see Skew if fly down the outside. Yeah. Um, let's move to the last of the feature races you're going to talk to us about, which is the Petey Young Stakes, 1,800 metres, Group 2, wait for age, some very good horses in this race, starting with the Tripper Gold Trip. The Tripper only won three from 25 Gold Trip, surprisingly enough, and one of those was, of course, the Melbourne Cup. Uh, negatives with Gold Trip, first up, so had 25, 26 starts. Now, first up, 1,800 metres, for me, is a bit of a negative, but... One of the other negatives is the pace of the race. There's not much pace on paper here. I think Loft will probably go forward and lead. But the massive positive for Gold Trip is that this is an easier field, in my opinion, and he's the best horse in the race. I am with Gold Trip. I'm going to back Gold Trip. Campioness has come across to Australia once and failed in the Australia Cup, ran sixth. I think it's about $7.50 or $8. Just don't know if he's up to the class that Gold Trip's got. There's not a lot in this race either, so... The pace of the race worries me a bit. The fact he's first up worries me a bit. Here's my bet. I'm not going crazy on him, though. Cool. Fizzer, what did you think of that race? Again, I'm with Kings. I found Gold Trip as well. Um, I think that he's a class runner. He tried all right, and I think the stable have him ready to go. Market says so anyway, but um, I think I'll wait to take the price later on. Yeah, the market was interesting yesterday. Campioness is $4 into $3. Yeah, yeah, they didn't push Gold Trip out much at all. No, well, they, they don't like doing that, do they? They no. love bringing him in but not pushing them Yeah, there's not much push. Yeah. Uh, Pushy very, push. <laughs> very good. So I might move to you now, Fizzer, and yeah. get you to give a little bit of a wrap of the two interesting races from Rose Hill tomorrow. The Silver Slipper, 1100 metres, Group 2 for two-year-olds. Yep. 
What'd you make of that? Mate, um, it's a very, very hard race. Like our off ratings, they're all very, very close together, the horses that have already run. There's mm-hmm. a, I think there's three, maybe four first starters as well. But Gay dominates the markets with, with her two, yeah. 240 and 270, I think, her two horses. Um, I think there's a bit of a push for espionage over the other one. Um, I guess you get a wait to see and see what the market does on the weekend. But those sorts of races I've talked about before are not betting pro- propositions for me. Yeah. And um, – because they just mix their form, the two-year-olds, quite quickly. And um, I'm happy to let that race go. If you're betting on tips, you've got to be on espionage. Yeah, Every, and we know A lot of people are tipping tip. espionage. It's only had one start, one – I'm not sure what race it won. And it yeah. wasn't in super fast time, but no. espionage – is the street corner tip. Yes. So you can't get it. I got it straight from the horse's mouth too. I was, at a, I was at a racing function talking to Adrian Bott and I was talking to him about Stormboy and he said that he doesn't think there's much between espionage and Stormboy. Well, there you go. Make of that what wow. you want. But that's Bit of mail, eh? Bit of mail. All right, get the mail. Who would have yeah. thought? Kept Let's that keep, quiet. Very good, Let's keep, No, I told you. You just don't remember. No one no. listens to me. I don't listen to tips. That's why. In one ear, out the other. <laughs> it's better for my brain. Fizza, the <laughs> yes. race eight at Rose Hill, the Hobartville Stakes, 1,400 metres, group two for three-year-olds. Most of these horses are on a Randwick Guineas path. They are, they Tom are. Tom Kitten, Yeah, favorite. Tom Kitten. Um, I reckon it'll be easing favourite, Tom mm-hmm. Kitten. I don't think they backed him early. I'm, I, I thought the value was end cap. I took $9 yesterday in cap. Um, I think it's around $6 now. It'd be fit a second up, but it's drawn wide and a tricky map. Tom Kitten the same, drawn wide, but it'll go back anyway. Hit the line really nicely in, in its first up. I think it was 1,200 and was very unsuited by that distance, but... It really hit the line nicely, Tom Kitten, but is fourteen hundred its distance? I don't. I say possibly not, but class yes, yeah. and I will be having something on it on the weekend. Um, sort of probably equal stake with NCAP for me that race. Celestial Legend was the other one that came up on my forms. They're all out of the same race. It's a little bit plain first up, but if you look through the line, just as it hit the line, it actually came again, went a little bit better. So that was my third pick. Other than that, you you sort of Taking on trust, the map's not a, not with my horses in this race. Yes. So um, I'll need them to be able to make some ground. Very good. Do you want to give us your Saturday set, please? Yeah, Saturday set. Short and sweet. Very, very, very hard weekend. I have no real confidence with any of my bets. But anyway, Rose Hill race three, number 11, Ballroom Bella. Building a good record. Comes into this off a lovely trial. Gerald Ryan first up I always like. Should settle... One out, one back, I reckon, from what I, what I see. And about the $8 mark looks a very good bet to me. Okay. Um, I'm going to Rose Hill race six. I'm tipping two horses here. I don't do that on the Saturday set very often. But I have bet on both of them. And it's one of the races that I haven't very well clear. Yep. So I'm going race six, number 13, Marquez. First up, um, had to chase down. Actually, it was 1,600 first up. And um, Bjorn Baker's horse just took off and just kept going. And it's, it's airborne, Bjorn's horse. So... I think 1,400, back to the 1,400 with a better map and maybe not so much tempo, Marquez might get its chance. Um, and then I've backed Robusto, J-Mac. I took $7 or something. It looks a good price to me. I think it's in about 550 Those two around the $4 and $5.50 mark, I'm happy to make both really good results. Yep. And then we'll go to Ascot race seven, number six, Bonjoy. Going for a hat trick. I think it, it sprints off slow and fast speeds. I think it's got too much turn of foot for these horses. I think it'll be winning. Okay, excellent. Kingsland, can we get your Saturday you set? You certainly can. I've got three official Saturday set tips, and we're going to start at Caulfield, race four, number one, Brave Mead. Uh, drawn out in 11, trained by Kieran Ma. Will push forward, will get across. 
won the last course in same course and distance. I think just looks too good. Too good. Three twenty seems a real good price to me. Three forty. It yeah, it's been been easy. Might be time to bet. Might be. I'm really confident about these three bets too. Then we're going to uh, Rose Hill. Race seven, number six, Lady Laguna. Won, won, won her last three. Absolutely flying. Loves Rose Hill. Handles the heavy. We've had a lot of rain. Let's hope it doesn't rain on Friday night for the Taylor Swift concert either. But then we're going up to Doombin. Race 10, number 10, the Eleonora. Uh, fitter and much better suited over the 1,600 metres. Hit the line like a rocket last start after sitting wide. $6, three bets, two winners at least, probably three. Let's get on. I'm due. Take the all up and let's win. I Love may, your confidence. I may vomit if the Eleonora wins. Yeah, you've been I've too bet up over the last two starts. 100 to one last start it was. Yeah. Are you on and, uh, Saturday? Top pick, but Come on, not mate. like I have been the last Come two. Come on. It was 60s Come and on. 100s and should have won both. So, yeah. It's coming fitter. It's getting $6. better. It's yeah. going to be charging down the middle. It's time to read the A-team's set and we're going to start in Caulfield. Dano, Caulfield Race 8, number four, the Blue Diamond, Coleman. I loved his dominant win in the Chairman Stakes. It gave him the strongest lead-up rating coming into this race, and he shows all the signs of a horse that can improve further. The Blue Diamond is typically run at a solid to fast early speed and has been dominated by horses able to finish strongly. That suits Coleman to a T. He's a great bet in the race. Dream Team's bet. Caulfield Race 9, number four, Scaripa, the Oakley Plate. Outstanding over this course and distance. Draws wide, but I think it suits the big horse. Obviously a nice price. That always helps. Chris Camilleri has one for us at Caulfield. Race one, number one, Dunkel to get the day going. Patrick Payne, trained gelding that produces strong ratings when fresh. We get a soft run in behind the leading pair in the small field and be saved for one sprint at them late. And we've got one from Chris Camilleri in at Rose Hill, and you'll be happy to know it's one of your great bets. Rose Hill, race seven, number six, Lady Laguna. Inform Mayor coming off a strong win over the 1,200 at the track last start at peak fitness now and will make her own luck as she's handy to the speed throughout. This episode is brought to you by our good friends at Ladbrokes. Join Ladbrokes today and support the podcast by using the code GALLOP. Take on the fun this autumn festival of racing with the Ladbrokes app. Loaded with the best racing features including bet tickets so you can see where the big bets land, yard comments to give you the on-course insights straight from the parade ring and black book so you can add your favourite runners and get notified before they race. So take on the fun and Ladbroke at this autumn festival of racing. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website. There's a lot of tips. A lot there of, it is. A lot for people to unpack. I did mention we're going to have a little bit of a giveaway. So Daryl Eibel, who is known as a Mante on the den, he's been... From the, the yard. Yeah, from the yard. Um, one of the original gangsters. Goes to meetings, a lot of meetings, and gives everyone on the den a lot of information about what's happening in the mountain. Yard. We really appreciate his help over the time. And he has got a horse that he wants to get some other people in the den involved in. It's an all too hard uh, filly out of a mare called To Her Door. And he's offering a 2.5% share to anybody out in the den. He's trying to promote it a bit. He wants to give away a share, but he wants to also get people involved in it. He's happy to race it in Wolf Den colours and, and name it something to do with Wolf Den. Um, so what he's offered to do is he's going to put a 2.5% share up. Important to note that if you do win the 2.5% share, then you would have to pay the training fees. He estimates the training fees would be about 100 bucks a month. What we thought we'd do is we'd have a competition in the comments section on whatever piece of social media you're looking at the moment. Go in there, tip a horse on Saturday. It has to be at a tab meeting. You have to put the tip in before 10 a.m. on Saturday. It has to be in Australia. The longest price winner 
will win the share in the filly. You'll have a lot of fun. It's going to be trained by Eyeball Racing at Kembla Grange. They do a great job down there. So if the competition interests you, get into it. And if buying a share in the horse interests you, you can contact Daryl on the email address that I put up on the screen now. You can also contact him on the den as well. He's a great bloke, does a lot for the den, so we want to try and help him get this filly going. Fantastic. So longer, longest price winner, yeah? Yeah, longest price winner on Wins. Saturday. That's right. Wins. Very simple. And uh, put it in the comments section. Don't put it on the den. It's got to either be in the comments section in this howl on the den or the comments section on the piece of social media you're looking at. We talked about Sam Kavanagh at the start. We've got the NRL preview with Big Gordon Tallis and Steve Green. That's going to drop very, very soon. Go and buy our merch. Here's the address for it up on the screen at the moment. Comps are running as usual. That's about it, right? We need to go You've and... covered it all, cov- son. Covered it all. We're ready to go. Up the den. Have a great day on Saturday. Cheers.